This is the I Know Podcast, where we're all about healthy debate, honest conversation, and talking beer junk. Information, knowledge, observation. This is the I Know Podcast. I know information, knowledge, observation. Also, I know nothing. We got Pomalic Coffee. Mm-hmm. We got Mosey on the outside. And we have the birthday girl, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you decide to spend your birthday with us? Yeah, that, is, that, that, is, is that is how we know like, you're doing nothing. Thing. Precisely so. You sent me a message yesterday. Like, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, it's true. Nothing? It's true. But um, you are 25 now? Yes. I'm She's on the big 25. I'm old as hell. Yeah, you in the new bracket, 25 to 30. Lord, Lord have mercy. I just feel so old, folks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but, um... I wanted you back on because you you had the most eventful year like oh than anybody that I could think of. So oh, yeah. we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk about enough things. Um, cheese mm-hmm. on. Um, where to start? Where to start? <laughs> how, how 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 was the feedback from your last podcast? Um, I didn't really notice anything that different. I guess maybe most of my circles didn't quite watch. I know even though I would have like blasted it out to them and be like, yeah. oh, I was on this podcast. Yeah, I thought they would have. Um, but I didn't really notice any any spike in popularity. That being or said, like, comment, and subscribe. Oh, I saw da da da. Yeah. But no, seriously, I've been telling my friends, you know, there's some interesting stuff going on. Because even after my um, episode, I went and I followed. So I see stuff on, yeah. on Instagram and mm-hmm. what have you. Um, but yeah, 2018, because I think we actually did the episode as 2018 started. Right. Yeah, exactly. It was January, right. Right. So, and then uh, right after that. Bear shite happened. I, I don't know. <laughs> how, I don't know how. I don't know the politically correct way of saying that you get chopped up. That, that was basically it You get job up I had my face slashed um, Basically at the time I had a, a tenant living with me He was down on his luck And you know An ex of mine reached out to me And said hey Can you help this guy out And I said okay No problem That, that was like Almost a year ago and, you know, shortly after that podcast thing started going downhill, his behavior was not the most cooperative. After the podcast? Yeah, well, it wasn't because of oh, the podcast. Okay, okay, it was just okay. shit that started happening. Oh, coincidentally, after. exactly. Right. And I just got fed up and I was like, look, you know what? I, I can't deal with this anymore. Either you shape up or you ship out. And he decided to ship out, but he decided to take some of my stuff with him. And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, this isn't happening. You need to bring my stuff back. Wait, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Do- did did he did he or you did he do anything to you because of like I don't know who you are yeah I have no idea I I honestly don't know I don't try to speculate anything but I know there was some hostility that started to brew because he thought that he was going to get away with certain things and I'd sit there quietly and I'm not that sort of a person so you know whatever was running through his mind the 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 moment that attack happened I don't know I don't care. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I had to deal with it how I had to deal with it. So ultimately, what happened, he had a girlfriend who was visiting from overseas. And, you know, there were certain things that were going on that she was not comfortable with. She tried to reach out to me. I tried to assist and everything was backfiring. And then with his behavior getting even worse, I said, look, I, I got to get myself out of this situation. So either y'all fix what y'all dealing with or just get it from me altogether. He was being abusive to her or something? Not physically, but emotionally. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. This so, and, and there were a number of occasions, even during the time that we were doing the podcast where she was calling me from overseas, half the time crying beside herself. Because of stuff know, that he said? Because of stuff that he was doing and throwing in her face. Okay. And, you know, I found it very sucky because it was like, he ain't walking away. He basically freeloading off of me, and I'm a very patient person. He's also freeloading off of her because she's wiring money to him, and mm-hmm. when she came, she actually came with a duffel bag full of shit. 
So, you know, and he's, you know, just being a bastard towards her. And I, I was telling her, look, you really don't need this, this sort of foolishness mm. because it's like, He's clearly not interested in, in doing anything to better himself. I'm, you know, showing him various vacancies. I actually was trying to get a contact of mine to line up a job for him, and he just wasn't interested. So, again, what is the relationship between you and him? A friend of a friend? Uh, well, yeah, a friend of a friend. Well, more than a friend of a friend. Oh, okay. Um, but between me and him, it was just, okay, you're occupying my spare bedroom. You know, I share the house with you. So, that it's more a it. favor for, for somebody It was a that favor was for somebody. A okay, exactly. okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm not going to go into too many details, but there there was some questionable stuff going on. Um, so ultimately, no, 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 you see, that's why I didn't want to go into them sort of things. So, but, then, but why would you still, like, reach I out didn't, I didn't know. No, I did not know until sometime after. And I just sat down and I said, look, you know what? You know, people get curious. They're going to do certain things, blah, 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 oh, blah. Oh, so you're bisexual? That's what I honestly believe. Okay. Because I was later made to understand. I was told of one incident, but then after the attack, I was told of multiple um, encounters. And I just sat down and said, look... People are going to do what they want. You have itches to scratch. He's miles away from his girlfriend. And it wasn't just my ex that he was screwing around with, but another young lady who was coming to my house as well. And, you know, there was even a moment where I walked in on them and I was like, okay, this is more than I can handle. So... Get to, get to the part where he like yeah so all of that shit put aside you know it had her upset I was realizing she wasn't happy and I was trying to like you know put things in such a way that they could sit down and, and talk it out he wasn't having any of it and she's still beside herself and I said look you know what I'm done with this I can't do anything more but I am not willing to sit here and just let this situation continue you know just like this so either you all take the initiative and do something right away or when I could clear out from around me Mm. So they chose the latter option. By the time I came home, all their stuff was packed. The room was empty. And then I, you know, decided, all right, well, let me take stock. Because they didn't even tell me that they were deciding to leave. You know, mm. I just sent the message and came home hours later. So when I realized, you know, a mobile phone is missing, some clothing is missing, all kinds of... And then I realized my clothing keys... Clothing is missing from you? Yeah. So, like, clothing that he would have, like, taken up from my room and so, so on. Wait, hold, yeah. hold, 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 how big is this guy? Well, he's skinny as fuck. So I don't know. I'm, like, 200 <laughs> and something pounds. So everything. So what are you doing with your clothes? Smelling them? No, they're not like my, not like you know this. <laughs> <type>. <laughs> you know, like my home clothes, t-shirts and slippers and that kind of shit. Nah, really, you, you, I don't think slippers is cool. Like, I kind of get that vibe, but a t-shirt. Well, it, it, it turns out he just steals because he can. Oh, um, to the point where literally the very cleaver that he attacked me with, he stole from my kitchen drawer. But I did not realize that until like, the day after the attack. I was like, that blade looked very familiar. And when I got in my kitchen wait, and I you, opened... Wait, you panties was missing too or no? I don't think so. <laughs> I just want to know how much days he teeth. Well, well let me tell you, he'd have a hard time wow. filling them because my ass bigger than the back of a Mercedes. This is me, I ain't no fucking... I didn't even get back to me because even right now. And the reason why they abolish road taxes is too much back taxes to collect because I'm walking down the sidewalk. Well, apparently. Wow. Um, <laughs> But, um, but right, yeah, back to the fast forward to the thing. So now, you know, this has been like a couple of days because it was like Valentine's Day that I had to put my foot down and they decided to leave. And I was like, all right, fuck it. They're at my house. I have my house back. I have my peace. I don't have to worry about, you know, sharing nothing. And then I have my own personal rules that I had to put aside. So I'm like, okay, I can do what I want in my house now. And then you were trying to cut a chicken and you realized, well, your life's gone. No. What happened was like Saturday evening, 
I was because I was also going through some shit at work, and I I do this thing where because I have a car, it doesn't work, but it's, it's there. And sometimes I would just get in the car, close the door, and sit down there in the silence. So I'm sitting there in the car, and my phone buzzes, and when I check, it's the girlfriend now messaging me, the and girlfriend she's like, or the girlfriend, the overseas. girlfriend that came from overseas. Right, right. She's oh, she no, came from overseas. Yeah, she's flew in from Canada. Out? Oh, I meant I meant to put out him, but she decided to go with him. All right, cool. Okay. All right, cool. I thought it was I thought it was saying it was another girl. No, right, I cool. was like, too, y'all either need because I I understood what she was going through, and it was my expectation that if he decided to leave, he would have left and she would have stayed because she was only there for like a week and some. Mm. Right. So, but she decided to go with him. Stupid okay. bitch. Anyways, right, right. so um, you know, if she then comes to me and she's basically beside herself, she's upset. She's now realizing things that she had suspected and that I was trying to alert her to. She's now finding out for herself and. Da, 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 da. And I said, but I was trying to tell you all this, and you decide to take his word over mine. I don't sit down and, and try to bust up relationships, because I understood he when he first came there, he was talking all over his face about how he wanted to have a child with her and everything, and she had her concerns. And I'm somebody, you know, if you want to put that sort of effort into the relationship, go for it. Mm. You know, I'm not some bitter person that because I ain't seeing nobody, nobody can see anybody. Do what you want to do. But, you know, she's now realizing everything that was turning out to be true and she's regretting. I said, look, I never had any beef with you. I just did not like that. You you knew something wasn't, wasn't right and you're just letting him walk all over you. Mm-hmm. If it is you want to leave him and come back with me because it was only supposed to be a few more days, you're welcome to do so. But I don't want him around my house, mm-hmm. you know. So she said, okay, um, later this evening, we're going to walk XYZ friend at his home who lives not too far from my house. So on the way, I'll just drop back and talk to you. I said, no problem. At the same time, there's some stuff that you left behind. So I'm going to gather those together and give back to you. This was like 10 o'clock in the evening. Me being a night owl, I'm up until like quarter past midnight and I see them walking past. So I greet them. I wasn't hostile or anything. I just greeted them. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? And I just see, you know, he just picks up pace and keeps walking. Like he doesn't want anything to do with me. I said, um, you shouldn't be moving so fast because you got some things belonging to me and I got some shit belonging to you. So you want that stuff from me or what? And he continues walking. So in hindsight, it was a dumb move. I approached him. And I said, hey, I have these things. I literally had the things in a plastic bag. I have these things belonging to you. And he goes, if you don't keep off of me, you can get beat bad tonight. I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? My man swings around, big square blade cleaver in his hand. And I, you know, trying to do something to defend myself. But I was so caught off guard with this huge knife. Even his girlfriend runs up. And she's like, you know, baby, no, don't do this. But he just didn't care. Whatever he had on his mind, he was going to do it. Don't care who he hurt. So he made the first slash, and I got the, the, um, the scar on my forehead. Made another one, cut my nose. Literally, this section was hanging off of my, of my nose. Wow. And, you That's know, crazy. at one point, she tries to, to stop him, and he swung again, missed me, and hit her. So she has a cleft lip now. Wow, and wow, he wow, just wow. decides to go. He literally went ham on it. So I, you know, got a scar on my neck. I got this scar. My glasses, these are new glasses, literally got sliced in half mm. off my face. One lens, the first slice actually cut the, the left lens in half. And I don't know how the hell it was that I avoided getting my throat cut open I on my spine. Yeah, I like. All I know is that I was rolling, I was screaming, I was trying to grab at him to disarm him. Uh, however it happened, he didn't get any mortal wounds in. You know, I spent like a week with stitches in my nose and my forehead. Everything else healed up on its own. And cool and calm, he just gets up and walks off. Cool, with just his like that. girlfriend? 
Well, he walked off, but his friend's no realizing his girlfriend's mouth is bleeding. She's calling around. Does anybody have alcohol? Does anybody have cotton? Wow. Literally, like, like quarter past midnight. I feel like this is an alcohol room, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't know. I just heard cling, which was when the blade hit her teeth. So I'm thinking, Jeez. shit. Jeez. I'm thinking, oh. shit. She's got like a Glasgow smile or something. Hours later, hours later, she sends me a, a, a WhatsApp message. She's like, I come to visit a strange country and now I have to go back home because she has an eight-year-old son. I have to go back home to my son with this. What am I supposed to tell him now? I'm like, tell him the truth that his potential yeah, 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 is a psychotic When is she messaging you? That's you know? crazy, though. That's the thing. So, you know, of course, I don't know. I, I have this weird way of keeping my composure. <clears throat> I picked up myself, grabbed up what I could off of the ground being my glasses, went inside. I had the Oysens police station's number in my phone directory, so I called them, and I let them know what happened. So the woman, um, I think it was the station sergeant, she asked me, did you call the ambulance? I said, no, y'all are the first call that's, that's, that's going on. And she says, okay, call the ambulance, and then, you know, sort out something. So I called the ambulance, and they said, we're not coming there until the police security place, because we don't know if this lunatic can come and well, chop me up now. Um, so we go to the police station, because the doctor filled out the medical report that they wanted her to fill out. And we go to the police station and I ask, you know, have y'all had any luck in, in catching this guy? Because I'm no concerned for my safety. And the police are there saying, oh, we haven't caught him yet. I'm like, why the hell not? It's been more than 12 hours, you know, and I still can't get an answer. And then I'm told the officer who would have responded, he's off shift. So they couldn't even take a statement from me. I would have had to come back later that night. And I just kick up a stink because I'm like, I just have my face cut up. I spent 12 hours plus in a and &E. I've come back here. Y'all haven't even told me if it's going to be safe for me to go back home. I don't even know if this lunatic is going to be there waiting. Um, you change your locks. No, but I did put on a security system on the house. Okay. Um, so, you know, all this stuff is going on. It turned out that where I thought that the keys had not been returned, they had left the keys behind, but you're right. There is that concern of if my keys were copied. But a mad-ass bitch like me, you know, I, I, I just don't piss me off. Um, so, you know, all of that happened, and I just said, you know what, I'm going to go back home, try to get some rest. I'm thinking, I... I think I slept that night, the Sunday night, but then the next day, um, his girlfriend now gets really pissed off because this is when I started like speaking out. I'm like, you know, the police don't seem to be doing anything because there was a case years back where somebody was stabbed and found lying in a neighbor's yard. And before they even got that guy into the ambulance, they had his attacker in handcuffs. So I'm like, what's so different about my case? They both happened after dark, mm. you know? One guy, they were able to go to the house immediately and pick him up. I had three police cars and forensics outside my house, and they're more focused on, you know, and they're telling them what's happened. I'm perfectly lucid and not passing out. Nothing like that, you know. I did my own first aid. So, you know, why is it that they couldn't literally just go around the corner and pick up the guy? You think it was like a, a, a just a hiccup kind of thing on the police part, or was it I've had intentionally? Where, I've had experiences where they have been very unprofessional in any situation I brought to them, whether it's assault, whether it's vandalism. I had a case where a car got damaged um, outside my house. It was my car parked in my driveway, and somebody went and vandalized it. And up to now, the police, you know, haven't been able to investigate the matter properly and, and close it. Mm. You know, and this is like nearly three years ago. I've since repaired the car, sold it as, you know, different vehicles out there. Um, and then the general attitude that I have dealt with police officers, sergeants, and constables, it just led me to, to, it has brought me to the point where it's like, these guys are not taking me seriously. And I remember I had to barge in there a couple days after and say, it seems as though y'all aren't going to take this matter seriously until I'm either found unresponsive or dead. Mm. 
you know. So I, I really tore the, the sergeant in particular, a new one. And at one point, she got rather transphobic. She said, I don't know what this person's problem is. And once some officer said, oh, that's a man. Well, he, she, whatever it is, I don't care. They have a problem. And that was caught on. I, I had that. I have my phone recording everything. So, you know, because I don't trust these officers. Mm. Hey, can you, like, from the very beginning, like, walk us through the hormones, how hormone therapy works and stuff? Well, what it's trying to do? What, what is the goal? There are various methods of hormone therapy. You can either have injections, which are rather rare here, or you can have the, the oral method, which is where you take a tablet. Um, depending on which doctor you go to and what brand of medication you use, the dosage may vary and the method may vary. Um, mine is done totally independent, aside from the doctor being registered here. Mm. So all of my tests and everything were done overseas. The medications are imported. And basically, it, it for me, it just brings my body more into alignment with how I see it. Mm. So there are certain changes that I would have expected to happen that didn't happen, thankfully. And, you know, there are other changes that started happening but didn't happen. And so it changes like what that you expected to happen? Well, there's certain changes like, in like terms of in terms of like body shape and whatnot. I'm not going to go into too many details. Oh, okay, okay. But there's certain like you know body shape characteristics that, that come into play. Okay. In my case, I would have had them for some time, but they were not quite fully there. Mm. And mm. because I've basically my body doesn't quite work as most people would expect. So when I had the, the hormone testing done, they realized, okay, your estrogen levels are far higher than they should be. And your testosterone levels are far lower than they should be. Have you had any type of surgery or anything done? No. Oh, so that's no. naturally how you are? Yeah, you know. Okay, so that's interesting. Bas yeah. Basically, I, I've had reason to believe I may be intersex or what people call a hermaphrodite mm. um, because of how my hormone levels have been and how my body has developed over the years. So, but isn't that like an organ thing too? Like your, your, your I, thought it can, I thought it was you ain't got both. Okay. Um, it, it can take a number of different forms. It can be chromosomal, so you may have like a third chromosome, so we have double X or double um, XY. You can have double XY, yeah. um, which is usually the something's the most common form where right. people don't realize it until mm. something happens later on um, and then you may have you know certain glands are more prominent than others because everybody produces both estrogen and testosterone mm. but men would produce more testosterone because of the testicles women produce more estrogen because of the ovaries um, but there are still other glands like the pituitary glands and others that will produce you know both hormones yeah words and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it's very science-y so you know in my case I'm like okay I know there's a pituitary problem but you know well a pituitary situation because it's not a problem for me um, but you know, is growth, right? That's a growth. That's like some it's some gland in your brain. Mm. Um, but what what about you know the rest of my body? Because I'm realizing certain changes that most young men would have expected to go through, I did not have happen. And certain changes that people would expect some young women to go through, I have gone through. So, for example, my voice has always been like this: no vocal training, no acting, nothing like that. You know, you could wake me up in the dead of the night with a phone call, and when I answer, you know, it might, I might sound a little bit hoarse, but this is the voice. So this is how you were. This is how you sounded before, like when before transitioning. Before, like during school, yeah, when you were like Gavin. Yeah. Well, that's strange. Yeah, so I actually thought about that today. Yeah, because I, I was the lowest I ever went was an alto inquire, and it was only to supplement. So, it, say if one of the altos had to to bob out for any reason, then they know. Okay, I could put my voice a little lower so I can go into that range, but normally I was in the soprano range. Um, so you know, I, I because this is how I identify myself as a woman, and I would want my body to be more feminine and so on. 
I, I've been researching hormone therapy for years, but I only finally got the nerve to decide, let me go and make that investment. Let me go through that process because there are various risks depending on, on the, the method because most people use the birth control method because of a chemical called ethanol estradiol. Based on the research that I've done on ethanol estradiol, I am very much against it because of how it's acquired. Literally, they take the urine of a pregnant mare and distill it for a the estrogen. Mare? Yeah, a pregnant horse. So basically, they distill, they distill the estrogen out of it uh -huh. and use that in medications. So when your girlfriend is taking birth control pills like uh, microgynon She's and Premarin and, and, and Logynon, <laughs> she taking a horse piss pill. Same. Basically, and that's why you will find that some some young women when they're on birth controls, their bodies are going a little crazy because even though it's estrogen, not all of it the body can yeah, work. I with. was about to ask like that. I I don't know anything about biology. It was mm -hmm. never my my uh, science, but I don't think horse pee uh, horse a horse's estrogen and a human's estrogen is the same. Way. No, it's structurally different. Right, I figured. But because it's the it's the easiest and cheapest acquired, and that's it's, why birth controls is cheap. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And then, too, when you realize, you know, some women, they, they complain, oh, I'm feeling a little funny, I'm having these sort of side effects and whatnot. Mm. It's because their body is trying to process the remainder of that, as I put it, horse piss estrogen, and it, it can't quite manage with it, so it's going to have a reaction. That actually makes and sense. And that, I, I was on it from November till about, I was on it from November for, till a good while. And it had me going through the roof. Like I said, I was in a P PMS state most of the time, so you don't know if I am going to, you know, go off and start hollering at you. Not like I'm volatile, but, you know, I might get a bit irritable and be like, all right, you know what, stop. You're starting to annoy me. And that whole thing, you just show up in the room. Um, you know, and then there are moments where, you know, something might pass through my mind. So, like, both my parents are deceased. I might think of them and all of a sudden just start crying for no reason. There was even a point where I got hit with baby fever, so, like... I have a maternal instinct from all the time, but since starting hormones, it heightened. And it got to a point where, you know, you're, you're in your mid-20s, your biological clock is ticking, and your maternal instinct heightens. And it got to a point where one day I was walking to work, and I passed the daycare center. I see all these kids out in the yard playing, and I can hear their voices. And I realized I was starting to cry, and I'm trying to keep my composure. And I'm not paying attention to where I'm stepping, and I nearly tripped and fell because I'm trying not to cry. I thought I was going to say you step on a child. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to <laughs> you, you one yeah, so it, it, it had me in a, in a good mess. Yeah. What was your goal? My goal is, I, I don't even know. I mean, I have an idea of how I would like to see myself. Um, but I've, I've never really put much thought into how I would want to look at I, the I just can't like, I imagine how much of that could be attributed to just hormones. Is like wouldn't diet or exercise take a role in it? Well, well? The, well, here's the funny thing: hormones do impact on your diet because one of the first things that started happening was that I started gaining weight. Mm. I, I did not even notice it. I was just going about my day because I didn't feel heavy or anything. I will never forget. I went on a lunch break and I just ran down to the gas station to get something. And this young lady, she knew me from somewhere, but I can't quite remember her face. She comes up behind me and the next thing you know, I feel a hand on my ass. And then she's like, you ass getting big legs. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and I didn't even, and then I realized, you know, a lot of people had been commenting who knew me from before. They were commenting my behind was getting larger. And I'm there looking in the mirror like, I don't see anything different. So for the girls that box, he's flat about getting yeah, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. It, it, it's, it's, entirely, it's entirely up to them. I mean, other things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, but but you've never noticed that? Well. You know, that's the thing. Like, uh, Me gain weight or, or there specifically are, there are people that, that take 
um, birth control to gain weight. Right, 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 right. But I mean specifically, like your butt I've get seen bigger. That. I, I, know, I, you, know I, I saw that. For some, it's it's a little more. retarded, no. I, you know, she's on birth control for sure. She was, she wasn't really, she wasn't like stupid flat. Look like on and start. But no, she's a formidable fool. But 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 you know, she was for sure. She was taking birth control. We spoke about it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, I wanted to ask you about um. But do, do you ever think about, like, plastic surgery and all that, too, or no? Um, it has crossed my mind uh, because, you know, be, uh, the age that I started at, 23 going on 24, um, most resources say that when you start to hit 25, that's when the effectiveness of hormones starts to taper off. Mm. Um, so they, there may be some changes that are going to happen easier than others, and depending on how I feel, if I decide, you know what, my best, my breasts aren't big enough, maybe I'll consider having surgery. But then knowing a lot of the complications with breast implants, they may leak, they may do this, they may move around, you know. There was a one point where breast implants were having recalls done, and I'm like... Recalls? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's, it's, it's a manufactured product, you know? Her Francis type out of mommy. Listen to me. What? Get real. Listen to me. There are women with breast implants, and each breast has a serial number. What? Yes. All right, come on, Alexa. No, no, I'm dead no, serious. No, 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 I am dead serious because, okay, you have the serial number. You're talking MSRP, no? You have the... <laughs> Yeah, you look. Like, <laughs> I got a barcode. You have no idea. I, I don't understand. It, listen, it's just like if you got a car <laughs> and you walk on it, and you walk put on a lift kit, you got to buy the parts and then take it to the, the workman and get them put in. And if something go wrong, you got to go and get tech back on and replace it. I saw Somebody man got replaced them. I, <laughs> I, 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 I just assumed um, cosmetic surgery on the breast is just like pump it with fat from your. That, that is one way you can do it. You can redistribute fat and, and put it up right, there. Right, so that's not going to And that's, that's one thing because yeah. I, I have a fairly, you know, I have a fairly sizable gut here. So it's like, okay, I don't like this this silicone thing because right. they might put something wrong in the chemical mixture and it could poison my body. Or I don't like saline because if, say, I got a man that a little too freaky, he might bite and burst something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Right. And we're back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you were telling about about about, um, yeah, about so sex change, change and misconceptions. People sit right. down and they and they think that a trans woman chops off her penis. That is right. not. You see, you see the thing. You see the thing where it's like it get cut in half and then it get like invert and then it get, that's exactly the what happens. Yeah. The video. The video where you really see like these. No, I didn't the see life this thing. <laughs> to put it to put it crudely, it's more or less turned inside out. So what would be the shaft of your penis? Um, of course, all of the muscle is is removed and the skin is inverted to become the vaginal canal. What would be the glands of the penis? Yes. The skin of you the have penis you have your vulva, canal. which is the pussy that y'all yeah, like to yeah, look yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that passage. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I just don't understand. How and then the passage that y'all like to push into that is basically your canal leading up to the cervix and the uterus. And I just everything. don't. I can't imagine the skin becoming the, the canal. Well, again, I guess it's not a cavity. Yeah, okay. exactly. It's, it's, it's a little complicated. Um, and then basically, of course, you know, you have the, the opening of the cervix where the woman feels a lot of sensation if you go all the way in. That is basically made from the glands of the penis. So you Depending, still feel sexual pleasure? Yes, you will. I just always, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, But then really again, it, it, dep- it depends on the patients. There's some that, because I, I actually have a friend that she went through it and she explained to me that when she finished her recovery and she had sex for the first time, it felt strange because now 
everything where she would have felt things in certain places they were no being felt in different places yeah, so yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reverse yeah you know what I'm saying to me. and not only that because she would have expected to feel this in a particular area I know it's in like a completely different area so you know that sort of thing um, and then depending on the surgeon and, and what method they use because this same friend she said she went to a gynecologist just to check to make sure she wasn't going to have any urinary tract infections and the doctor decides oh well I'm going to do a quick checkup in there to see what's going on and then she realizes wait a minute why don't I see a uterus thought that the woman had a hysterectomy she said no I'm transsexual I've had the surgery and had her completely blown away because she was not expecting to find that everything to her appeared to be as if she had a hysterectomy Mm. exactly um there's some surgeries that will come out as perfectly as that. Others may not come out, I should really say, typically. Others may not come out as typically as that. It all depends on the patient and what method is used. But you might not want that. That, that might not be the goal. How you mean? You say it depends on the patient. It depends on the patient, patient in, in terms of their body. Okay, in terms cool. of, get of you, their get body. You, because, for example, and I'm going to go into some really graphic Serious details. Question. Serious question. Mm-hmm. Size makes a difference. I was about to talk about that. Size <laughs> does make Size does make My a difference because, because it will influence on the method of surgery that you do. Sight. So for, let's say... That is the best time to have a small dick because I mean, you got no. the... <laughs> Actually, you're wrong. You're wrong. So if you, small if, you're, yeah. if you're, if it is that okay, for example, if a trans woman has a nine-inch penis, her surgery is actually going to be cheaper and less invasive than a trans woman who may have, like, say, a four or five-inch penis, because there's less flesh that they need to harvest mm. to make the vaginal canal. Harvest. Yeah, because it, you got to take flesh and and, and do something. I, I'm with still it. trying to imagine, like. How are you making a vaginal... A, the vagina is technically a hole. How mm-hmm. are you making that from skin? Basically, there's, there's, a, there's an right, issue where, called like a stent. It looks almost like a dildo. So they will basically, when they invert it, they're going to put the stent in there that it holds the shape. But right. And then the skin goes around the stent and then must they pull it out. Kind of like they make a, basically, a mold of it. Basically, when they... As you said, they would have cut it in half. So they will remove... Um, Something called the cavernum, the, the capernum cavernosa, or something like that. Basically, the erectile yeah. tissue that engorges when you get hard. So they're gonna take that out because she don't need that right. anymore. Another question: um, Am I limited by bio- biology, biology experience? Mm-hmm. Like I just understand. I could be very wrong that a penis is pretty much a big clit. Um, more or less because the same way how a clitoris is full of nerve endings, right. the glands so of the penis is full I'm of nerve endings. I'm assuming that the new clit becomes the old penis head. How uh, does that work? Do, do, do well, basically, yeah, up. a portion of the glands becomes the clitoris and the remainder becomes right, so basically a, what will be the opening of the cervix where she's going to feel being. all that sensation. So, wait, where your balls go? Your garbage? They're gone. <laughs> oh, say. <sorry>. Garbage. She may decide to donate her testicles. Let's say someone has a like testicular cancer and needs a, a transplant it's or whatever. Test- testicles transplants. Something they go got testicle plant. They, they transplant I, I, organs for various reasons. So, I read some. I don't want to quote because I, I read well, it. No, well, no, all right. Ago, but let's I read let's, like let's put first it this way. Let's put it this way. Recently. If you mm. have, if you have testicular cancer and you lose a testicle, mm. okay, and the other one may be aspermatic, so you shoot in blanks when you have sex, and he might be say, you know what, I want to have kids. I want to be able to produce sperm. You know, then somebody who, let's say, someone died in an accident and they donate their organs, I believe they're going to harvest the testicles to use in a later transplant. Mm. Yeah, so the first ever penis transplant was this year. Kidneys and and all that there. 
So, anyways, it's, it's going to be... I, I apologize to everybody. Most people have a lot of questions. I, to most of my friends, I promised to myself that I wasn't going to, but I realize people do not understand as fully as they should, so I got to take the blows. I, I, I'm not going to lie, like, because I don't, I don't give it two thoughts for because I just... That's not you. <laughs> I never really had a reason to. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought, like... You just chop off your penis. No. And live life. N- so when you quite. mentioned that, when you ma- I, I I never gave it two thoughts. But I just thought like, all right, cool. That's what that's what you want. Well, so well, when you well, said well. that you could feel sexual pleasure like that. Yeah, it's, full, it's full the penis and all kind of things. You saw real experience, man. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's not, it's not some covert science. You can go and look it up. So like Marcus explained that there was a video, there are right, plenty right, right. of videos. Yeah. There are 3D models and yeah, then the there's, 3D, there's the, there's the, 3D the actual... Video, yeah. Well, I right. actually saw the actual thing where it was performed on a patient. So you saw when they cut Wait, this right? and they... Olympus? We're just going to watch that. Like, how you get... Just Google it. Google it. Oh, you mean YouTube? I'm talking <laughs> well, there, there are various places where where they, they they have this thing, but ultimately, I mean, and the procedure takes like six hours. It sometimes it takes six hours, sometimes it takes less. It depends mm. on on the method. This size mass thing. That's where I was um, talking right, about. Right, right. So, for a woman who has a four, five, or six inch penis, not really that big. Basically, especially, let's say a black woman or a woman who dates black men, you know, typically things are a bit bigger. She may want to be able to accommodate that size. So, of course, you've got to try to figure, okay, how are we going to get the vaginal canal to be that deep enough that it can accommodate something like that without causing her much injury? Well, by the way, the, the, the cavity, like, what is being removed to have the cavity there? Because I feel I like you got, no, got things. Where does the penis go? Yeah, I got things I need. Well, you basically have a, a cavity in your body called the inguinal canal. If you so basically, like when men get, get cold, you, okay, you hear about how men get cold and their balls kind of retract into their body. Yeah, yeah, so they're so retracting into that space. Exactly. So when you take out, when you take out, you know, the muscle tissue and everything, you've basically created a bit more space. Pause. You just say. Thought the boy, I just thought he was getting smaller. No, they don't shrink. They <laughs> just I, I, I have, I have, I have I, four. I, four anymore, right? A slight tangent. There's a game that came out recently called Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that yeah, when it yeah. gets cold, the horse, it literally says in the articles, the horse's balls shrink. We're just a little defy, defy, when you pull your balls so shrink. Funny, man. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, they're not shrinking, they're just retracting, and you know, the scrotum is hardening and, 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 you know, contracting to keep them from dropping back out because it's cold out there, so they want to get where it's warm. But if you want to finish your thought about the um, mm-hmm. about the, um the, 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 yeah, how, exactly. how you say things. So were, yeah. here's here's where it's gonna get a little bit disgusting for some people, but oh, we're not some some yet. of us. <laughs> then. No, some of us it, it's, it's gonna sound disgusting, but trust and believe it, it's not quite as disgusting as it sounds. Um, basically, you have your penile inversion, which we just um, discussed, yeah, yeah. Right, right, and then exactly. there's something called a sigmoid graft. So, I know you're not too good on biology. Basically, in the case of a woman with a shorter penis, obviously, the, the flesh that's going to make up the shafts of her penis is not going to be that deep enough. Mm-hmm. So, they need to obtain more flesh that can extend that distance. So, then take flesh from your breast and then... No. Oh. This is where they are going to do a second surgery to extract a portion of your sigmoid colon. So, they basically cut a portion of your colon out, mm-hmm. put the rest of it back together... Of course, they're gonna sanitize and, and do what they need to, so there's no I feel like there's no like bacteria. Legit, <laughs> yeah, that's a cold, I'm pussy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why. That's why. That is gonna not the same. Hey, do 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 <laughs> do, do, do post uh, women. 
Nem ez kell, vagy? Well, in the case... <laughs> I was in the Well, in the, in the case, there, there is some wetness that happens, but it's oh. from what I've researched, in the case of the sigmoid colon, they're more... They get a bit wetter. Well, it was, though. So the colon... The because colon because, vagina because the sigmoid colon has certain glands that secrete a lubricant, hence when you're you know, defecating, it can pass through easily. What is the difference? So those cells oh, having those glands, uh-huh, uh-huh. of course, they're being, there's no fecal matter because, you know, it would yeah, have been then, cleaned then, and everything. Uh-huh. So it's not like, oh, your pussy smells stink. <laughs> but it's going to be a case where those glands are getting blood flow, they're going to lubricate. And so, you know, when sex occurs, it's going to be lubricated. And some men say that it doesn't feel any different. And then, of course, there's some, like any other woman, there will be some issue of dryness. So there will be some lubrication, that, that some additional lubrication so is going to be needed. So, so, so the vagina juice would be, would be rectal juice, replacement to put rectal it, to juice? Be, to put it that, well, it's, it's, it's not necessarily like... What comes oh. out of your sigmoid colon was meant specifically for that. It's well, just general. Yeah, I guess true. It's general lubrication. But the juice I use for my rectum. Yeah, that for stool be. Listen, it's pretty much the same sort of lubrication that you will find in your esophagus. That when you swallow it, you don't feel everything dragging down your throat, going down there. It just goes down. Ah, uh, so also like oh, so basically you like, well, like, like clearly. You no, have to, to, well, I, I know biology things, but I have to do the research. Yeah, you gotta do research yeah, yeah, yeah. yourself. Because especially, you know, if you're gonna go through, because some people may choose to go through the sigmoid colon graph because you know it gives them that ability to lubricate during sex, or you know they may have no other option. They just don't have a big enough penis to to, to make a full vaginal canal, so they're gonna have to harvest from somewhere. This is the only like, problem. Yeah, I didn't know that. It, yeah, I yeah, thought that I knew. Sorry, I don't know. The only problem <laughs> with the sigmoid graph is that a, it's more expensive because obviously there's, there's more, more surgery. surgery. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. and b your recovery time is longer because you have to watch for a complication called the fistula, which is where tissues of a of a particular kind are gonna try to fuse. So if your vaginal canal is too close to your colon, they're going to try to fuse. So you still will come with your vagina? Well, I have not known of any such cases like that. But if it does happen, they're going to have to go if back If it does in. happen, <laughs> <laughs> When I say if it does happen, I mean if the fistula happens. They're uh, going to have uh, to go back in, undo everything, seal bah, back off. Dog. <laughs> so, but, but thankfully, you know, the risk of that is exceedingly rare. I mean, okay, very okay. rare. Right, it's just cool. something that they realize, okay, this could happen, but usually medical technology and whatnot, they make sure it doesn't happen like that. And again, you said, you said it ha- like, for example, um, a vagina will have a smell. The smell is usually what? Seeing that it's not, you said it doesn't smell like fecal matter or I, whatever. I honestly don't know. I don't, I don't go about smelling vagina. Yeah, well, how would she know? <laughs> she just goes. I thought, I thought you that was I a year research know. too. I don't, how do you describe a smell me? No, but we know vaginas got smell though. Come yeah, on, I'm Yeah, I'm not saying no, right, but so I'm asking what what is the other one smell? What is the how you what is the it? what is the colon thing smell? You ever like hear how people describe vaginas and they smell a vagina bee? A vagina smell like um, exactly. the mother bee. Somebody tell me that smell like the mother. I don't know what that means, but like, the, like the earth. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, um, I am so sorry. <laughs> um, I want to get into your rant that you had the other day. 
What was it about? Because I was I wanted to watch it. But I, ha- I have plenty of rounds. Which one? You mean the live video that I did? Yeah, you have one. Oh, this over, right. Over. So this this was on um because there have been some stories coming out where um trans women they're talking about their relationships with heter- heterosexual men. Uh, how society wants to sit down and say, oh, well, that man can't be straight if he's seeing someone who used to be male or who is still anatomically male. And then there are other stories that have come out where trans women have talked about going to events and being kicked out of parties, mm. but yet the man who would have hosted the party later wants to hook up with them so you know I, I felt like I had to put in my two cents because for me it's the, the majority local or is it international pardon local or international Inter- mostly international okay, cool. but because I have experienced certain situations where because for me the majority of the men that I've dated are heterosexual they've either they either have you know kids already there was a case where he was married I you know I'm gonna admit to that um you know, and you know, they're, they're all these situations. So they 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 lead a heterosexual life, and you know, for whatever reason, they may be curious or they just decide. You know, I believe all women are beautiful. I see you as an attractive woman. So there's a bit of an anatomical difference, and we'll work around it. You know, whatever drives a man attraction drives his attraction. Mm-hmm. But simply because he gets into bed with someone who was anatomically male at some point or another in their life, does not mean that he is gay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Here's the thing, and this is this is where people mm-hmm. are getting confused. We're confusing sexual behavior with sexual orientation. I think you actually touched on this on the last thing. Yes, podcast. we did. Auto gynophile? What? Auto gynophile, I Gynophilia. So I don't know what yeah. I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. So basically, to look at sexual orientation, this is who you're emotionally, spiritually, intellectually attracted to. Okay, and how you see, the, and and then it is basically which sex you're, or gender you are most attracted to. Right. So you, as a you guys as heterosexuals, you're attracted to women. You're attracted to femininity. Mm. You know the feminine wiles, how women think, and so on. Mm. You're also attracted to the <coughs> figure. So for someone like me, you know, I've got big hips, a fairly big behind, a decised bra, all of that there. My makeup is well done. I carry myself a certain way. There are going to be men that they're going to look as heterosexual men. They're attracted to femininity and the feminine graces and they're going to go, oh, she's kind of pretty, you know? Right. And, and they may not know that I'm transgender. There are going to be some that, you know, they'll take an interest and I go, stop. This is really what's up. You know, so when clothes come off, certain things are not going to happen like they should. Right. You know, we entertain a relationship. There are no kids going to be coming out of this. So I want to know, are you okay with this? And he may decide, you know, that's not a problem. I see you as a very attractive woman. You're someone, you know, that I feel comfortable around. And so I'm interested, you know. And, you know, he, you know, the, the relationship may continue. And the relationship ends and he may go with another woman and he may, you know, remember the experiences that we have and he may not see anything that much different between the two other than, you know, what was going on in bed and what would have been happening after. But so again, so again, you're, you're saying that those people would be seen as straight men. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're heterosexual, are heterosexual. Men. They're straight. They're straight. Because they're attracted to femininity. All right. Okay. I'm not denying. First, let me go on this. I'm not. Get, I'm not okay. um, denying anything you're saying. Mm-hmm. But there are. I, I don't know. But it's bush. Bush lesbians. Like let me say a. Uh, uh, masculine lesbian. Is that the term? Ma- I masculine. masculine stu- okay, ma- well, we normally call them stud lesbians. Studs. Okay, yeah. that's what we're looking for. So like a a a. 
I don't want to say a regular lesbian, though. A feminine lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can, we can say a feminine lesbian. A feminine right, lesbian okay, okay. attracted to a stud. Right. Does it not mean she's attracted to masculinity? Oh, well, there's, there's a slight shift with that because while there's a certain behavior that a stud lesbian exhibits, at the end of the day, they're still going to accept their body as being you know, female being feminine. So they're going to go through their periods and admit, yes, I have a period. You know, I don't want to have surgery. You know, I just want to act a little macho. I, I see myself as one of the boys, but not to the point where it is I identify as a man. I just behave like one of the boys. I just want you to, like, acknowledge the... I feel like a lot of... I don't want to call it hate. A lot of the confusion stems from just general ignorance. Yeah, like because, you, you because don't people understand. are understanding right. a particular behavior <laughs> and relating a certain gender so well, versus like a gender Marcus, identity. Well, me and Marcus are sitting here on the sound kind of sorry. What are you saying? The average Joe... All right, let, me, let, me, like let me put it another way. You have a gay man who may wear lipstick and he may wear a handbag. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, he may wear a, a, a blouse that's a bit frilly. <laughs> but at the end of the day... Excuse me. He's gonna consider himself a man, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Whereas with me, my entire wardrobe has changed. I've legally changed my name. I'm going through medical procedures. You know, at the, my end point is to live my life as a woman, not as to live my life as a feminine man. I so get one, that, one is how I see myself in the world mm-hmm. as a woman and as a female, right. in spite of what my anatomy is. All and right. the other one is. I have this behavior, but I don't really identify as that particular way. I want to paint this scenario, right? Okay. There is you, Alexa, and mm-hmm. a gay man. No name may come. Both of y'all wear the same dress size, same shoe size. He wears a wig. But he's a gay man, and you're a trans woman. Mm-hmm. When, when Joe Brown meets gay man and Alexa, mm-hmm. in that moment, he doesn't know that you're a trans woman, he's a gay man. So is he less straight? For liking gay man more than you, this well, these are two these are two people see, that present the themselves the same way. With fem- yeah, with femininity. Right. Well, you see, here's the thing. There's the aesthetic that has attracted him. So the gay guy, he would be in full outfit, full makeup, and everything, right. and may actually put in a bit more effort to look prettier than I. Just because the guy is attracted to that does not mean that he is any less straight or anything. If because he is looking for a feminine image. And so he may see more of that in the in the gay guy, basically the drag queen, than he would see in me as a trans woman. Right, but but okay. then what is going to happen is that as t- as the as the interaction goes on, at some point the gay man is going to take off all of that makeup. He's going to take off the outfit. He there's literally going to be a, a particular time where that only happens. So he may not go to work dressed as a woman. He may not go to the supermarket dressed as a woman. He may not, you know, let's say if, if the phone rings. He can turn it off, is what I'm saying. Right, he's so going to turn it off, okay, so whereas if, I won't. So if, you could t- if, if somebody is, like, tur- turning it on and off or like, using it as a costume, then the person that likes them isn't necessarily, um, say, if they're using, um, say, femininity as a costume that they t- take on and off. Slow down, because that, that wrong coat started kicking. <laughs> Go again. <laughs> okay, so, so if, a ma- if a male likes somebody mm-hmm. that is that is re- that resembles a woman and acts <sighs> like a woman, but mm-hmm. is a male, mm-hmm. right? That person is a male, right? But he's kind of cross-dressing. Mm-hmm. If a man likes a cross-dressing, likes a, another man, but that only when he is in costume, mm-hmm. He is 
What? That is a that's a funny thing. I've never really given that. That's what I'm trying thought. to figure. I think that's oh, what I, you're trying I, to I say. Will admit, yeah. I've never mm. given that much thought because I don't know of many cases where there are men who would only be attracted to a drag queen or a cross like while attracted. they're in that feminine attire. But I would have to acknowledge that they're attracted to the aesthetic that that drag queen or cross dresser. Like being attracted to Bruce Wayne and not Batman. What is your, you're, you're attracted to a character but not the actual person mm. so it may be the aesthetic that they're presenting but you can't I don't think you, like you could just alright to, to, to talk simply on sexual orientation I don't think you could look at and say oh I'm I'm straight when she's wearing a dress I'm talking about the gay man in the same scenario mm-hmm. when he's wearing a dress I'm straight but I'm yeah, no longer trying to him when you taste it, it, doesn't, it like doesn't that, that kind of can't like, just it, like it I said there's the emotional the intellectual the physical and the sexual mm. so mm-hmm. there's only one character uh, one category that's being entertained oh, which is the physical, physical aesthetic okay. but whereas oh. a man would be attracted to me you know he and I've had men tell me this you know you're a very nice woman you're a cool person to be around so there's that emotional connection that they're having with me as a woman there's that Intellectual, you know, he's gonna think of certain things of the way a man normally would. I think of things the way a woman normally would, and then there's there's also on top of that the physical. So he's seeing, you know, a soft body. He's seeing breasts. He's seeing a big behind. You know, he's seeing curves in certain places, and then there would also be the sexual, not just the anatomical sexual, but also the behaviors. So you know, he, you know, men are gonna behave a particular way in bed. Women are gonna behave a particular way in bed. So you know, he may be in bed with me and realize, you know. This is definitely all woman. I don't care what I'm seeing. I'm doing certain things when she's reacting a particular way. You know, there, there's no, there's no playing about that because you're most vulnerable in a, in a sexual situation. So the true you is more or less gonna come out. But what if a, what if a male said though that the only way that he that somebody could be straight is if the the vagina that he is having sex with is like a biological vagina? Would you say that? He, he what do you what do you understand where he's coming from but disagree? He is not. But he'd be wrong totally. I would sit down and say he's not too clear on what is going on. It seems more that he expects. I would understand he has a preference on anatomy, so he would prefer a woman who was born anatomically female. You know, she has the vagina there from birth with a uterus and everything, and it may well be that he wishes to be with that woman because he knows he can have children with her. Mm. There are some men who will simply be happy to have a vagina or anything that looks like a vagina. Right, right, right. Okay? Um, and that, that's all down to the, the person's preference within their sexual orientation and how they sexually connect with that. You know, there are some men that they insist it must be a vulva, it must be a, a vaginal canal, um, because you may even have some men that would decide, oh, a woman who has a, hit- a hysterectomy, that, that's no use to me. Because he may be thinking of, you know, can this vagina produce children? Yeah, I know people like that. Right. So, if anything, the guy who is saying, you know, a man is only straight if he's having sex with a vagina that actually um, was there from birth on a woman, he's more or less... It may be his preference, and it may also be his own ignorance on how anatomy is. Mm. Because how, how is he necessarily going to know? Like I said, there are some surgeries that are done so well that even medical professionals you know, may, may think that a transsexual woman has actually had a hysterectomy, where really she's had a, what you call in the, in, the, in the industry a neo-vagina or new-vagina mm. constructed. 
you know that's not clean though that's not clean (laughs) (laughs) so you know so how is he going to be able to tell a neo vagina from a biological vagina what I would say is this I would say that for me personally that I lose attraction if I had to find out that the person that I'm looking at Mm -hmm. although they say say they would be attractive even if I know that they're transgender Mm -hmm. I I kind of I'm not but you you, you don't even like weave oh shite (laughs) We don't really make up, so it's like I feel like anything. And so I was, I was about to say that that's his personal preference. Right, yeah, you tear it from the uh, natural packages, kind of. Well, you was a man that like long natural hair. No, I like I like long hair. It doesn't matter if it's beef. And then you that don't like weave. No, 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 no. All right, cool. Don't worry, man. Tell me what you just No, I like anything long. Yeah. So if you heard natural and short, I kind of not. Really. Right. It's not your preference Well, well yeah, basically yeah. The way how I would say it for you That's your preference right. You know And there's nothing wrong with that Because I've even had some I literally had an ex-boyfriend That you know He was attracted to me On a physical level But then the relationship Started to take a turn When he got to a point Where he said You know I'm going to want kids And you can't give me kids mm-hmm. You know So Don't matter how many surgeries yeah, I may have yeah, The possibility of uh, reproduction yeah, I mean, In the future like, The fact that I can possibly Right. That's the thing. That's okay. the thing. And, and, and these are things that I also went through in, in my right. live video where there will yeah. be some men who <laughs> must insist on having a child that's biologically related to them. They more or less want to see some reiteration yeah, of their face. Yeah, that was the other day with Ramos too, but, you know? um, but if we would, take, if we would um, raise adopted children. Right you now where I am, I, I can't see myself doing that. I, my granddad wants to me, my father wants to me, and I kind of want to see, see that, happen. that happen again. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah, so depending on, on how you would have grown up and then to the expectations that you're given as a child, you're, you're being told, go and have children and you're ex- it's explained to you how you have children you have sex she gets pregnant nine months later a baby is born and the baby carries genetic traits of both mother and father mm. so most people don't even think about adoption however there are some couples that for one reason or another they cannot have children I have at least two friends that they have something called PCOS poly, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, polycystic ovarian syndrome mm. and even though they have you know functioning uteruses and, and ovaries they can have sex like rabbits left and right and the child is either not catching into the lining or it catches and then it miscarries later. And so sometimes the surgical procedures are correct that are ridiculously expensive and invasive. And so they may have to face the possibility of adopting a child. Yeah. But because people don't really go into that possibility of what if... You know, what if Mary can't have a baby the old-fashioned way? She may have to go to the children's home and and adopt a baby, you know? People don't really look at that. I get get what you're saying, and I think my own feelings, my own natural feelings are a bit Mm -hmm. hypocritical, because even though I just said that, the possibility of reproduction, if I found out the reason why somebody can't get pregnant is because it's something like PCOS, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would lose attraction for them. But if it was something like, the reason they can't get pregnant is because they were anatomically male before, Mm I would lose attraction. Well, so see, I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's a simple. It's a, it, your situation is very easily explained. It's just like how you would have, say, for me as a trans woman, I have a friend. She's eighty something, and she has a daughter who recently came out as as, as lesbian, even though she has two children so and she's, she's a grandmother. No, this is her. D- okay, let me start over. I have a friend who's eighty something. Her daughter. Oh, okay, okay, mm. okay, okay. Okay, so even though this daughter, she's a grandmother and she has you know two kids, she's in a relationship with a woman, and you know my eighty something year old friend is like, Ugh, I really, you know, it's clear she's not comfortable with that. However, 
she knows that I'm trans. She knows that I'm going through hormone therapy. You know, she knows that I have, you know, put moves in place to have surgery and what have you. And she's perfectly fine with me. You know, she can, you know, sit the entire day with me and talk and we eat together. No problem. And it's as simple as this. I... I'm not hitting to cl- as close to home to right, her like, as her daughter. She, she right. knows so you have Alexa. She knows her daughter. She actually knew me her. before my transition, years before my transition. Oh, so she saw the, she's seen the entire process. Mm. But because I am not related to her, I am not you know a part of her family. It's yeah, not hitting yeah. that close to home that she has to deal with it. Well, you know. Well, but that, so yeah, go, go for for you now with the the whole concept of. I think I would lose attraction. I'm not saying that what you're saying is false or whatever, but mm. the fact that you realize that it may be a bit hypocritical, mm. that you would feel one way, but you could understand it another way, mm. it is simply because it may not have hit home to you. Mm. You know, I've literally had cases, I've, I've even had some situations where, you know, a guy is interested in me and we're talking and I'm like, you know, but we, I literally had a case where a guy took an interest in me earlier this year and he's a bit younger than I. And... I sat and I said, but you know, you're only 22, you know, I'm 24. Isn't the idea of kids going to come up to you at some point? Because, you know, I can't give you kids. And he, I don't know if he was just so over the moon to be seeing, you know, to be seeing a trans woman or if he just wasn't putting much thought into it. But he said, oh, that's not a problem, you know. But who knows, when that moment comes, he's going to know for sure, okay, am I willing? No condoms. You know, I mean, if, if, when, when that time comes, he's going to be able to realize, okay, do I really, is it that it's going to be a big deal for me to have children that I'm going to see my face in them? Or am I going to, you know, put that option aside and decide, you know what, let us adopt and raise a child together? You know, you never know until that situation comes. But what I wanted to challenge in the live video was how there are a lot of people that are bashing straight men and saying that they can't really be straight if they're seeing someone who is anatomically male at some point Mm -hmm. because they're not really looking at the sort of emotional bonding that's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, it is at the end of the day, the majority of the men who've dated me, especially in recent years, you know, they see me and it's like, she's a beautiful woman. You but know? In, in, it's only recently that we started thinking of sexual orientation, orientation mm-hmm. as something other than sex. Mm-hmm. So, like as we said, vagina files or whatever, like you straight because you like vagina is never being you straight because you like women. Exactly, and, and and that's the thing because we we focus so much on the sexual behavior. Right. So, and hence why this is also why a lot of people get very confused when they come across bisexuals because we sit down and we focus on the sexual behavior. We figure, okay, straight men like vagina, straight women like penis, gay men like penis or ass, and lesbian women like vagina. But you know, we don't realize, you know, there may be some persons that they may not even be focusing on the, the genital aspect yeah, of it. I have a number, and that's why we're even now realizing something called pansexuality, which isn't just, you know, being bisexual, but you will have, say, a straight woman who may be, she, she has her husband, uh, let's say a straight married woman. She, she's married, has a child. She may have feelings for women as well. She may even see a trans man or a trans woman and find them attractive I as well. I don't see there's any bisexuals. I don't understand the difference, sorry. Okay. With bisexuality, it's really falling within the gender binary. So cisgender people, so like yourself and Marcus mm. and, and Mosley. And right. You, you were born men. You see yourselves as men. You live your lives as okay, men. Okay, cool. 
Okay, um, let's say, who was that skinny girl that was with us the last time? What's her name? Skinny Rasta girl. Kashira? Mm, I don't think that was Nyasha. Yes, Nyasha. <laughs> but Nyasha, okay? She was born female. She was born skinny. Oh, shit. All right. She was born female. She identifies as a woman. I hate myself right now. She was born female. She identifies as female. She identifies as a woman and she lives her life that way. Yeah. So you, um, you, Marcus, and Ayasha, you're cisgender. Right. Okay. Whereas I'm transgender. I was born male, but I identify as a woman. I see myself as female and so I live my life as that. Mm-hmm. Now, a bisexual person would not normally um, have any sort of sexual attraction to a trans woman. But they may not? or they may not. If they term it's about the vibe. Like, we just established to be straight is mm-hmm. more about the emotional connection than just you like pussy. So, for a, if a bisexual person likes a trans person, why is that now a new term? Well, because you see, it, is, it kind of expands even further. So, it expands to trans persons and even persons who don't identify within the, the gender binary who you will call asexual so they identify as neither male nor female they're just a person as I said like when we, I think we talked with Lucy this is so much information to expect the general public to grasp one time it, it is a lot like, you just explained it's it it's a lot because I mean, we, we spent hundreds thousands of years thinking of the man and woman male and female gender binary and even though I know mind you Trans women, we're nothing new. We've been around for just as long, if not longer. You know, asexual people, same thing. But we are now coming to understand who these people are, how they operate within the world. And as we realize, you know, just like anybody else, they will seek love, they will seek companionship, and there are persons who will seek love and companionship with them. But because it is not the typical heterosexuality, it's not the typical homosexuality, it's not the typical bisexuality, this is where now, for now, we've just put the the sweeping label of queer onto it, and we're now picking down and figuring out how many... Queer queer is all in them? Queer is just a a (laughs) blanket term... Blanket term, umbrella term, a grand sweeping generalization uh, right. that we give to persons who may not fit within the typical ideas, but we're just not sure how to put them. Do you agree with the whole like sixty something genders? Sixty something. I mean, or I honestly, some, some like that. I don't understand I, I honestly, why I, how you present yourself attributes to what gender you are. Okay. Okay. Gender is the social expectation of your behavior and your life mm-hmm. okay, I based upon that. what sex you were born. Right. Yeah. So you will hear, you know, men are supposed to be strong, women are supposed to be gentle and caring, you have right. your lumberjack versus your seamstress, right. all of that is gendering right. based on the sex of the person. Okay? Um, and there are varying degrees to which you can express your gender. Mm. So just like how you have... You have a trans man, which is someone who is born female, but identifies as a man, and they will live their life as a man. But then you have a stud lesbian, where they behave in a masculine fashion, but they still identify as a woman, and they still live their life as a woman, you know? And then you have, you know, so many varying degrees 
it is not any it's not like steps mm -hmm. it's not a flat plane it is all a moving curve but my, my, my thing is that it, it just seems to be getting more and more letters that are added on or more and more yeah. more and more like alright let, so let, let, let me put so, it this way so far as a blanket term let me that put is it this in way. the term you like, have, kind of confuses let me put it this way you have cats and dogs right yeah. okay with the cats, you have your Persian, you have your Manx, you have your Maine Coon, you have your Egyptian hairless cat, you right. have all these different breeds of cats. Mm -hmm. With dogs, you have your Doberman Pinscher, your Rottweiler, your Shibu Imu, your Akita, you have all these different breeds of dogs. Huh? She know I know. <laughs> Shibu Imu is a, it's a cute little kind of Japanese poodleish kind of dog. But yeah, okay. So, you know, you have all these varying types. Right. And we, we can sit down and understand mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just like uh, how you get up and you say my dog is missing and the first thing you ask what kind of dog is it right you know likewise you will say you know just like how you have different personality traits you're gonna have different expressions of gender and sexuality okay you know so you know it, it will very well come to a point where someone will say well I like women okay what kind of women do you like do you like and right now we think of tall women short women fat women we're now going to realize okay well I like trans women trans women who've gone through transition trans women who haven't gone through transition a trans woman who's had surgery who hasn't had surgery so on and so forth and it's not like we're coming up with some new invention. It was always there. We're just now understanding it. Okay, I, I want to move on to something else. But mm -hmm. but the only thing for me is that if, if there is like, say like, people are pointing over it's like an infinite number of like things to add on and stuff. Like everyone so like, so everybody, me. right. So everybody, mm -hmm. you can now subjectively choose if you want to create something for yourself. But if you keep, Stretching out that eventually it just comes down to people being individuals, and then everybody's individual place in the spectrum isn't really part of a category. So then, if that's the case, what's the point of being having gender at all? It's just a matter of being an individual. Well, you see, here's the thing: gender was really, it, it was more or less society's way of, of being able to treat people differently. I mean, okay, let me put it this way. You will have <laughs> no. For example, you sit thing. down like how you have at one point. Nursing was a woman's job. Yeah. You know, you have male nurses. Yeah. Mm, teaching a mm. hundred years ago, teaching was a well, man's job. <coughs> now yeah. women outnumber men in schools. Right. You know, and because we put so many gender labels, it was just so we could decide how men and women are gonna live their lives based upon this idea of who is more physically superior or who is physically but that's the inferior. thing there, there is a difference you cannot have I do not think it's remotely reasonable to have a trans woman in the Olympics comp competing with yeah, what do you think about that? With by biological way? women well, well not about it. natural yeah, we you know, think about biological people. women yeah. well, okay. I mean the Olympics they have their, their various um, means of testing to you know see what hormone levels are like is it that the trans woman let's okay for example because I get where you're talking about where it's mainly like trans men or even no let's go back with the trans women um, with trans women competing with other women you're going to be looking at things like physical strength people train and there would be certain changes that testosterone would bring about whether you went through the changes of testosterone through puberty or whether you're injecting it or taking a pill testosterone will make changes mm -hmm. okay it is not necessarily the trans woman's fault if she turns out to be six foot two 180 pounds and can run two miles an hour faster right. than right. the other women 
Okay, that is just what the testosterone did to her body. It's still an unfair competition. So, like, for some things, you need that distinction. Understood. And that is where there will be certain categories that they will put trans women in based on, you know, what what is their medical history. So, for example, there are going to be certain changes that hormone therapy will actually undo. Not fully, but it undoes it to a certain point. So things that your bone structure is going to change. So you're going to find your muscle mass is going to change. So where you would have had a trans, a, a trans woman who maybe before her transition, she could have run faster than most women. After taking hormones, she loses that muscle tone. She loses some of that bone density and she cannot propel herself as quickly as others. Mm. Okay. To um, me, the difference is so great, though, that I don't know if, if, she, if, if, if she loses all of her male advantages, biological advantages, I mean. She may not, she may like not that. lose all to of them, but at the same time. To the point that she could race with women and it's fair, though. Well, she may not lose all of, her, all of her male advantages, as you would put it, but at the same time, it is not as if, you know, the other women that she's racing with aren't training. They're going to be pushing right. themselves, but, right. trying let me, to, let me to, put, to wait, master Before you move on, Kofi. That whole Olympics thing is a very confusing thing, I will admit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when I, I got to say that we know that I think we've gone beyond, like, just sense. Let me put it this way. <laughs> I say we, in the 100-meter race, mm-hmm. I think the woman that, that has the world record, that was in 1988. Mm-hmm. That time is 10.49, something like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No woman has ever run that fast. Mm-hmm. That time can't qualify for the male, right? For the males. Like, it can't was, even make men, 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 they got boys in high school that just beat that. There is such a huge difference between the the differences between men and women in terms of bone density, muscle density, how they coordination. Um, um, agility, speed, strength, etc. That to, to say that even if you okay, so even if somebody starts taking hormones like at twenty five, right? You still have all of those years, all the years of testosterone, of, you of muscle and bone. That, ain't, that, that all that kind of leaves. But, but don't, but don't forget too, these athletes are training. But to no get to a particular standard, you can't right. get to that you point. Can, uh, but no, you're missing what I'm saying. There are some athletes who would have trained for it, and so they're okay. For example, I don't do sports. Mm. Okay, there are going to be if I go into a competition amongst men, I am going to lose hands down in just about every category. Of course, of course. because not only, and this is even before the transition. Because those men would have trained to lift yeah. certain weights, yeah, they would have trained that. to have certain techniques in running that I would Agreed. not have trained for. Agreed. So let us say now, if I, as a trans woman who's never trained before, now decides I want to train and get into sports, okay? I can't compete yeah, with Yeah, but, but you're not accustomed. I'm saying, like, if you have a, an athlete that was born male, but... At so 18, then, so then they were 18, they, he, they were training in the males category before right, I know that they switched. Well, in that case, I, I honestly can't answer any questions. Right, I was more or less talking about you know training aside. There's certain changes that are going to happen. Yeah, I get that. I then you, you know, training is going to have to put you back in the game for it. Then that happen. Yes, um, um, yeah, Fallon they, they, they Fox, was, I think she she yeah, was in, she was in MMA and she and she a transgender woman that was that was fighting it, against women, beat women bad, not, not not like beat them bad, like injured them like bad, bad, bad. But it's, it's like it's not to it's not that we try not to be progressive or anything. Right, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. There are going to be certain categories where you know the concerns will so come. Yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am not going to act like I'm an expert on it, but you know I can only speculate and, and try to theorize on what could and could not be. But ultimately, those are going to 
be those are going to have to be discussions which the athletes and the various um, oversight bodies of the Olympic teams and athletic teams are going to have to sit down and figure out. Okay, how do we go about yeah. it? Yeah, um, slight time. I know Marcus want to move on, but it's a slight, it's a small question. Uh-huh. On your passport, no, you change your name. Mm-hmm. Like, can you can you legally say you're uh, that you're a female? Well, that's the funny thing, because here in Barbados, even though I can completely change my name, there's no legal provision for or against me changing right, my name. Right, I figured not. It's just something I that was not, not considered. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I figured not. Yeah. I mean, it does not matter, you know, how feminine I look, what surgical procedures I have. Even so, if a doctor goes and says, I have observed these characteristics, these it, it's, it's, it's going to have to be a so whole... So, let me say, reality. I don't know, I'm, I'm asking you, I don't know if this is a mm-hmm. stupid question or whatever, but you go to Canada, you... Marry and you register as a female. Well, of course, Canada is going to have certain, and other countries, not just Canada, but other countries will have certain provisions right. that will allow a trans woman or trans man to change their gender as, as they as ah, they see necessary. Okay. But then when you come so, down here and know your well, I mean, if I if I come back here, if I can present the the documentation that I would have acquired in Canada, because obviously they're going to be notary publics, right, right. they're going to be the same persons that would have overseen me changing my name here, and the same processes is going to be the same thing over there. Um, it's just that they're going to be able to change something that I could not change here. Mm-hmm. So let's say I go overseas and I marry, you know, the man of my dreams and I become Mrs. Whoever and I have the marriage certificate saying that I was a spinster. Um, I'm even able to go and update That's my birth surname. certificate. No, a spinster is in a woman who's now okay. been married. Um, Never heard that before? Nope. Oh, yeah. So, um, and I, I'm able to go and update my birth certificate. I could come down here and say, well, look, you know, I was able to have my birth record updated and then see what can happen. But right now in Barbados, that's just not something that they've that they've ever given any thought to. So mm, okay. legally, I am I am unheard of legally. OK, OK. Um, I I wanted to ask you about this. It was I think it came up between this year and last year, this year mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of people had issues saying that only trans people should be allowed to play trans characters in movies what is your opinion on that well um because i i understand where they're coming from because we've had so many cases we normally want the representation to be accurate Mm. so for example people would take offense to a white person playing a black person or asian person's role yes Mm -hmm. okay because there are plenty of black and asian actors who could have auditioned and Mm. and be considered for that role Mm. And plus two, in terms of the, the character portrayal, is not necessarily, it may not necessarily be so riddled with the stereotypes that other people may think of black people and Asians, but it's going to be more accurate as to that person's personality as a black person or as an Asian person. Right. Okay? Whereas now, in the case of a trans person, so for example, you have Simone's place, and Simone was played by a man, you know, dressed in drag to, to, to give off that character. And I observed, because I even auditioned for that role of Simone and I didn't get it. And I was like, how the hell a trans woman <laughs> gone in for the role of a trans woman and loses to a man? Right. And not even a gay man, you know. So it was like, you know, at first I was kind of offset, but I rationalized it down to they wanted an experienced actor. Mm-hmm. And I was not an experienced actor. Right. But still, it would have helped to at least have had, even if, there, if it wasn't just me as a trans woman who was auditioning. Here's the thing, though, like... I, I, I have to disagree with you when you said when you're confused of why they were paid an experienced actor because you can't be good and bad at acting. Well, acting black, you are you you cannot act black because as you said there are certain things you will mm-hmm. you will go through as a black person. But as a trans woman, 
at the end of the day, your your goal is to be feminine. Right. Now, now so here, she can a woman play a trans woman? Here's what I was talking about in terms of an experienced actor. Mm-hmm. Actors here in Barbados, when they go to BCC or um, our bar center and they learn theater, mm-hmm. they're taught certain techniques and practices right, right, right. that go across the board. Mm-hmm. So when I say an experienced actor, someone who can do the Stanislavski, the emotional memory and all of that there, mm-hmm. okay, they would be more looking for someone who can do that technical aspect of acting right. as opposed to someone who can embody that character, okay? Right. So they would have, while I can embody the character of a trans woman because that is my reality, you know, I am, I can be me. I just... They want somebody who, however they envision Simone to be, can do that. I get what you're saying, but I just know, like, from, from my experience, I cannot act a DJ by right here and locks. I cannot yeah. act myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know I'm not a good actor. I'm not calling you a bad actress. Obviously, right. I've never seen anything you've ever done. But but you can't pretend to be you. You are you. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that I have to not play a role, I have to not put myself into the character of Kofi. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to be sad, Kofi, without being sad. Mm-hmm. But what right. my my opinion on it is that I think it's I think it's offensive to assume that because two people share experiences in one aspect of life that that means that the other person can embody that person like for example the things the individual experiences that make you Alexa Mm -hmm. I don't who says that I can embody that I mean the fact that you went through you know whether it's your mother's passing or whether it's the fact that you got attacked and stuff Mm -hmm. say that I was a transgender um Say I was a transgender woman. Right. I did not experience any of that stuff. So for people to just simplify it to just because two people are transgender, that that means that they can do a better job. I, I really don't right. agree. Right. And, and that's, why, that's, that's yeah. why I, I, that is why I went to the route of they would have wanted an actor who, looking, they would have written out Simone's character to have certain experiences. Mm-hmm. So she has her degree. She runs a business. Mm-hmm. You know, she may have experienced certain things, you know. Simone has done certain things that I have not done yet in my life, you know, and she would have come from a certain background that I may not have necessarily come from. Yeah. So they would have wanted somebody who can look into how Sorry. someone, yeah, who can look in, can, can do whatever research on how someone from those backgrounds and those experiences can behave and give an accurate portrayal as an actor, you know, as opposed to be... You know, just focusing on the fact that, oh, she's trans. It's not just that she's trans, but whatever experiences. And can we find someone Agreed. who can emulate those experiences? Agreed. Right. That's Agreed. what That's what took me off of my shock of not having gotten the role of Simone. Right. Because but, I was like, okay, you know what? When I, when I sat down, I watched it and I said, let me see how it could go. Of course, I have my qualms about it because here it is as a trans woman that she has this deep voice and, you know, she's doing all these different things. I don't have a deep voice, yeah. you know? So it's like... Okay, it, it was, it had its ups and its downs. I think I think I that, that this that this goes goes to the the actor not doing the background research enough to embody the character properly, as opposed to them not being a transgender like beforehand. I don't like the fact that people are comparing it to like act, like when Tom Cruise played the Last Samurai right. or Scarlett Johansson recently played the Asian girl, right? Because I I just don't think it, it is that black and white when you're crossing. Like race barriers is like it's not the same thing. Yeah, I don't think it is exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because when I'm watching the movie, I don't think I should be able to watch the movie and be like, okay, well, this person is gay in real life. This person is trans in real life. This is because it's just like because your character was gay, and you know, so it was like. 
I didn't think you were going to do that. Yeah. I was press up all or something that was on the down low yeah, yeah. and you know I, oh, yeah, I sat down and even even then in that case I, I looked at that and I'm like okay so there's a straight man playing the role of a gay man involving a relationship with a right, man who's on the down low and I'm more than certain that actor is also straight so it's like you know it, it was again it's a matter of can these persons embody the role? Yeah, that's embody the role yeah, yeah, based yeah. on the techniques that yeah, are expected yeah, 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 yeah. of actors, I agree as agree opposed to being able to live it out again exactly. on stage. I agree yeah. on that. I agree on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. I mean, yeah. So that that's what kind of helped me come off of my shock at oh my gosh, look at this! There's a whole bunch of straight people playing LGBT community yeah. members. What's up with this? Yeah, I think I I find that I don't know if it's like identity politics in America or whatever, but it things is. are getting that's very exactly strange. People like things are getting very strange. And, and people, it's almost like people looking for handouts. Like I adopt, it's like you audition for this role as a not using um as an example, but the mm-hmm. same thing. Let me say she was upset or whatever, and she appealed to the community, and they're like, yeah. This should be played by a trans, but why? Okay, by the way, but what we what we should say though is that if you want to say that trans people don't get enough um, roles, don't get casted enough for uh, screen roles, that is one thing. That is actually That's a legit true. problem. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But the solution is not that That's trans that, people that is, that get all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, because for example, when I auditioned for Simone's place, lost that role to Shannon, mm. and on the other hand, when um, Shakira brought her out next payday. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I actually auditioned for something else. I'm not sure if she wrote it, but I think Stephanie Chase had something to do with it. I auditioned, it was too smart. Mm. I auditioned for a role that ultimately Alison Hines got. Mm. And they were pleased enough with my audition to realize, okay, you know what? Here's another role that we can, you know, yeah, put you in. Mm-hmm. And so they did next payday and the and the character Parsley Thornbush, which I believe was based off of Rosemary Allen. And they put me in that role, and I did fairly well with that. I mean, they they, they did a couple of things yeah, with it exactly. to play with Rosemary's character. So on on the one hand, you know, you have her prim and proper <laughs> sitting down um, with her oversized, you know, outfits, and then there were moments where she just kind of, you know, yeah. went kind of loopy, and I was able to do that because yeah, yeah, yeah. they they wanted to see, okay, she has the ability that she can do this, but she can also flip characters mm. and do that because that's mm. why I demonstrated in the two smart audition that mm. they said we're giving her that role, and I I asked Stephanie, I said. So when's the audition? She said, oh, there's no audition. We'll just send you the script. Sure enough, I got a call from Shakira to, uh, or one of her assistants to do the wardrobe check. And the next thing you know, the, the script is there in my email so, inbox. Um, my friend Shakira Forrest, I think she played a major role in the Payday movies. I ain't seen none yet, me. Really? I, I have bought the Payday DVD. I have, I have the first so Payday DVD. Sure. I don't have so the second one. And let me tell you, I, I would love to. I saw the second one when they premiered it. They did the, the first premiere at Seattle. I've heard it's nothing so about so funny. I don't know it's how much. So I've so much shite here. <laughs> it was so I've heard funny. nothing about great things about that. And it was just. I don't know how you see it. Um, oh, oh. Um, I guess this, this, this is my last thing on my list of things. Um, how are things going with the, with the buggery laws? Well, we did the ISCHR petition, we submitted it. But what's happening you with could, that? You could English that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Okay, all right. Let me give some background. It's not just the buggery law that we challenged. We challenged two sections of the Sexual Offences Act 1992. One is Section 9, which deals with the act of buggery, which really was never described in any mechanical sense as to how it's committed, despite you can you have a mechanical description of how rape is committed, whether it's penetration through the vagina or through the anus, or you force something into someone's right. mouth and all that there. Buggery never in really? over 200 years had any yeah if you look up section 3 it literally says 
rape is committed where someone inserts right, a bugger you just saying a lot of description it doesn't it just because let's go back to I think it was 1865 under the offenses against the persons at the original law that was imported here through colonialism mm. it just says whosoever commits the abominable crime of buggery whether with mankind or animal okay what? and it explains how the sentencing go there's very detailed <laughs> sentencing but it just says buggering a man or an animal is like okay how do you bugger and when they say mankind they're not just meaning men it's men or women so it's like okay how does that happen what so is it that you're doing alright don't worry but <laughs> now but now what they did in the 1992 act they First of all, they split the law into two different um, charges. So mm. you have buggery and bestiality, which is section right, 10, yeah, which is okay, fucking cool. animals. And where it was that in section 62 of the old act, um, there was this whole slew of, of charges is very black and white between buggery and bestiality. Buggery, you get life imprisonment. What? You fuck, yeah, you get life imprisonment. Apparently, according to what the, 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 the act is considered to be, you fuck somebody up the ass, you get life imprisonment. Somebody or... I mean, you fuck Farmer Joe Cow, you only get 10 years. Pause. Rewind. I know. But they're, 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 I, I want, when they said buggery, they mean have sex... When a man sex with a man or in the ass. Sex. Or, well, originally, it was... Any kind of anal sex. So whether oh, it was a so man fuck a woman, a man fuck a man. Or you just push a foreign object up the person's ass. Well, not so, but male to female, that is also... Buggery under section 9 is supposed to be whether a man fucks a woman up the ass so, or a man fucks so, another man plugs, up the ass. So, like, if I got a girl and, like, we doing whatever we're doing and she got, what do you say, whatever we're doing about this girl? Well, butt toys, that can come <laughs> under the, um, the other law that we challenge, which is seriously What? There's a... Hold a minute. Trust me, the laws get very. But what what killing me? Right, I was going to bring it earlier. Technically, oral sex between men and women. Are we saying? I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Oh, all right, cool. This is funny. Right. <laughs> so, section nine, which criminalizes buggery, gives you ten years imprisonment. Now, but this life. is meant to be sorry, life imprisonment. Whereas right. bestiality is ten years. Are they get it? Get Am I you get less time in jail for fucking farmer Joe Cole than you would get for fucking him. That is ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's foolish. That's foolish. That's nonsense. So what? So watch this, okay? Fresh bugs again. Now, my, now, why we found it necessary to challenge the law? I realized that as time went along, from since 1992, the law wasn't necessary. It was yes being used to. Um, to prosecute gay men but it was also being used the wrong way because there were men who were molesting children mostly men molesting boys mm. and they were being charged with buggery even though section 4 which deals with um, sex with a minor that should have really been the charge right, but the sentence, the sentence for there's my logic behind it mm. I, I just think that's what a devil's advocate here mm -hmm. the charge for having sex with a minor statutory rape I don't think that's going to be as long as this life that you're talking about. No, I think it's right. like 15 years or something right, like so that. Right, so they, so they were, for, the sake of, for the sake of being very punitive and, and the convenience of the punitive nature or wanting to punish somebody, they would have given the stiffer charge of buggery which would have had a, a life sentence. And the funny thing is, nobody who's been convicted of buggery has actually served a life sentence. There's actually one person named Woodall. He's been charged repeatedly with buggery. And he is out is in a matter of a couple of years. Why is it a cash? This is, this is like... No, by a way in Woodall's right. case, he was molesting young boys. Oh, so they would have gone and complained to like their grandparents or their parents or somebody uh. would have caught him. In one case, it was a, a young boy. He went to molest this kid out by where... Um, you know where... Where's that young boy who gave me an age? Like, I think like nine or some shit. A young oh, fella, a primary school kid. No, nah, no. Nah, you know where um, 
Lanta used to have their office near Oysins. Mm. Apparently, he took the kid behind there and tried to assault him. And the kid got away around home and told his grandmother. And uh, Woodall was charged under the law. The kid was examined by a doctor and, you know, to tell if he had been anally penetrated, if there was any discharge and whatnot. And this incident happened in, like, 1996 or something. Um, by 2000 or thereabouts, he was out again and got charged again. And he been, and I'm literally I'm dead serious they're going through you're going through the archives of the Supreme Court their court files and you're seeing Woodall's name coming up over and over at least oh, 10 times so. between the 90s and the mid 2000s okay but here's the thing he should have been charged under section 4 which is you know molesting a minor yeah. they right. charge him under section <coughs> 9 which is the act of gay sex and it has led people to believe through his precedent as well as a number of other people's precedents that you know, buggery means you're interfering with young children when really that is not the case. Angling. Up to the, a couple of years ago, I thought that was the case. Oh, really? I thought buggery was like from because I never knew the word. I just thought like you know what saying is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like thought he buggers. Yeah, you never exactly. hear a bugger grown man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I thought it was. I thought, was, I thought exactly. it was. I thought it was homosexual sex. That's what I thought it was. Right, no, thought buggery was, is really homosexual man, sex, but people have used it to refer to molesting small children. So that's why people had all this panic about challenging the law because they said, "Oh, we need to protect our kids." And I literally went with a lawyer. We went to the Supreme Court, looked through the archives, read through the case law and we realized but no this law has been used wrong they should have charged them under section 4 and they're charging all, all right, the child but I don't understand this you, you are, you are the, the maximum sentence is life how is life. he getting 4 years I don't know ask the judge they're giving him like 5 years 6 years you know little pitches sentences he, uh, can't they do and every few years he's getting charged shouldn't again it, shouldn't it be crazy. both charges shouldn't it be the, the minor charge and the yeah, yeah, charge yeah, no be because both. the minor charge it covers whether you you know have sex with a child anally vaginally shove something in their mouth right. if you've been touching them inappropriately it covers that too section 4 covers that in fact, I think there's, and there are even other sections like sections five and six, which um, cover things like incest. So, you, you know, you're screwing your brother, your sister, your cousin. I think it actually cut off if you screw your third cousin or your great grandparent. Fair wait, 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 cousin's illegal? Third cousin or not, your great grandparent? Not saying that I would. Or but great, I didn't great know, grandparent. I didn't, I, can't, I didn't know cousin would be illegal. Like, I guess yeah, if, if you know that that person's your cousin. If you know that person's your cousin. Yeah, I, I, How do you prove or that, you know, did, that you that you? Well, that's the thing because in, in in the West Indies we have this history of people go and they have kids and they don't tell anybody. Yeah, so, everyone in Brafia, so, in Barbados. Right. I mean. So in, in in such a case, that's why they say if you knowingly, so you know this person is related to you, you've met their family and they said this is your first cousin or this is your second cousin or this is your brother and you still have sex with them anyway, you've committed incest. But right. If you didn't know, let's say if you entertain a relationship for like five years and then somebody comes out, well look at you fucking your brother, though. Right. You know, in that case, you didn't. No, until then, so there wasn't a crime. But, but they, if you continue afterwards, then it's a crime. Do they still like in 2018 enforce the buggery laws though? Like, is that still like a, a like, not really? Right. Um, I heard right. I don't know how factual this is, but I heard like you know when you park out and the police come looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard because you have a guy has to be police. Nah, the, I got caught like a couple times. They don't a couple do times. Yeah. I mean, does actually pull up and talk to you? Yeah. Uh-uh, sorry. When what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. When are good? Cool. That's it. Not nothing happens. To me. She's he's he's especially like ask the girl like how's she doing. Nah, they will ask both of you like. I actually don't think you know there was like only time I wanted to talk to the girl and he didn't talk to me that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, because they wanted to make sure that she wasn't yeah, being right, attacked that's why, or yeah, 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 yeah. That's be, why I asked. Be, that was once, and then she was just like, yeah. That had the time that that. So I heard that it was because they looking for men. 
Oh, two men? Yeah. Oh, so I, they were like just doing a I just want to hear it. Sure. I, I, thought, I don't I, know if this is a factual thing, but I, I, that's why they look Yeah, I, I heard that a, a man was raping a, a woman in a car and they came up and they said if one of good, and he said yes, but they didn't know that she was, you know. Under attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they drove crazy. off and then I thought that I thought that was why that's the reason why they asked. Right. But yeah though. Yeah. But but back to the law though. So we realize, okay, section nine was being used in a very fucked up manner and it has fomented this attitude where Bajans think that if you're gay you're gonna molest children and that's not the case at all. Right. Um and then we um my friend Morrissey told me, okay, let's look at section twelve because section twelve is talking about serious indecency. But it's looking very nebulous. So we looked at serious indecency, and serious indecency mostly came about in cases where persons were being groped and whatnot. But it was so nebulous in how they used it. They were using it to talk about persons being groped. Like, say, um, a teenage girl is on the bus and a man is touching up her ass or something. They would have charged him with serious indecency. Um, But when you look at the law, it literally says, and it explains, serious indecency is any act involving the use of the genitals to arouse or gratify sexual pleasure. So masturbation. Uh, well, masturbation on another person. You know, sucking dick, eating pussy, you know, lesbians having sex with one another, what we call scissoring. All these different things. Once it's not penis to, penis to vagina intercourse, it falls under sex, uh, serious indecency. Oh, that's ridiculous, That's creepy. That is ridiculous. So it's, yeah, so literally, imagine... And so this is a nice serious week? But 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 here's you know, the, you know, here's the funny head, thing. According to getting head from a woman it is, is illegal. It, yeah. it is illegal. And eating pussy is illegal according That's, to law because you're using the genitals to arouse or gratify a sexual desire. Well, well, I, so what if? I, and because it was such yeah. a selective way in how it was enforced, it was mainly used to prosecute lesbians who engaged in sex with one another, or in the case of a young girl who was being preyed upon by uh, an older woman, again creating this idea that gay men and lesbians prey on children. When really there's a whole legislation that covers that and there are even other sections of the law that not I just cover know, incest but also covers, for example, if you have someone who's, who's, who's mentally challenged and you have sex with them, there's a law for that there's as well. That. Yeah. Like so speak. a person who's mentally subnormal, so if they're what we call retarded or if they have cerebral palsy or even if it's someone who's been brain damaged in an accident, mm-hmm. if you have sex with them, that's a criminal offense. I just wanted to point, once again, like, I... Don't even think this was a study that could ever be made. But from doing this podcast, the majority of homosexual people we've had on, no, I don't just this podcast, my personal life, my, my personal life experiences, the majority of my homosexual people that I know have been molested at a young age. So I'm not saying like there's a causation, but I think that's like, correlation. Yeah. I wouldn't even say that there's a correlation. I mean, um, yes, there are some persons who would have been molested at some point. And then there but are, then, not to cut you off, but then there is like the, the fact that. People who were molested tend to be the molesters. At some point, because be, depending on, on right, what exactly. support mechanisms they have. Here's how I see it. I have had persons in my family who have been molested at a younger age, and they're heterosexual. We're heterosexual, mm. okay? So how come it is that you can have someone... I mean, it, to try to correlate sexual abuse with deviant sexuality... I don't see that flying, because you can have someone who... Let's say you have a girl who was molested by a man... Mm. And she still turns out to be heterosexual. Mm. You can have a boy who is molested by a woman or a man, and they still turn out heterosexual. Yeah, all, I is, all I can say is specifically with men, with men like boys that 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 I know, same thing as Kofi. And, yeah. I, find it, and I don't like to use anecdotal evidence to mm. make a point, like to generalize. But I just find it really, really weird, man, that a lot of gays that I know they were molested when it's they were crazy, younger, me. and then be, I don't know if it like. 
I was I was gonna say something stupid. I don't know if I don't know if it, I was gonna say awaken the gay. I don't know. If it, I don't know. In which case, because that, that's why that's why I I've had to kind of interrogate this a little bit because it's like if that's gonna be catalytic to your sexual orientation, right? I mean, because like I said, you have some persons who've been molested and they still turn out heterosexual, and then you have some persons who were molested and they still turn out to be, to be to, and they turn out to be homosexual. Yeah, true, 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 true. I also have to wonder, I will understand there will be certain traumas. So, like, say you have had an abusive sexual history before, and it will impact how you would feel interacting with a particular sex. Mm. But, you know, I just don't see it as, as, as being that catalytic as to make someone. Decide or turn out to be, you know, I'm not gonna have sex with this particular sex again. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I, agree. I just, I just don't see it fitting together. I just don't. But, I just if, it, but it's if it's catalytic, it just plays into the argument of either you were or you weren't. But this particular incident may have made you realize: is this, you know, something that you would want to experience mm. under different circumstances, or is it that you know you realize, okay, this is definitely not something you want to experience under different circumstances, under any circumstances. The next argument that has to be made is. It could also be that it's only the 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 gays that were molested when they were younger are willing to speak out about it as opposed to people that are straight. Because people that are straight could have been molested too, but just because you know their masculinity and heterosexuality, well, well, let's, let's they would not want men. to say yeah, straight men, straight men. They would not want to actually openly say straight women who've recounted stories of being sexually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. abused, I mean, or even being raped, being not just that men that were molested by women. Don't see it as they were molested, you know. They think like, oh, as a Dan, I was yeah, having yeah, sex that's, at that's eleven. That's the best thing to like, nah, you were raped. Yeah, you were, yeah. you were literally well, so raped. Someone was yeah, grooming you, exactly. Yeah, agree. And they don't realize the sort of psychological effects that that's happening from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agree. You know, agree. So, where, where that whole, I, I understand sexual abuse to be abuse, but I do not see it as anything catalytic to a person's sexual orientation. Mm. It may influence their behavior and how they may interact with a particular sex, but it, I don't see that as something that is going to definitively mold how that person is going to be attracted to one sex or the other. Mm. For the simple fact of, you have plenty of young, I think they say like one in three or one in four um, women are raped at some point in their lifetime. And what? most of these women, it's, some, it's a ridiculous statistic. It's like more women than you think have been molested or raped mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. But yet you see a lot of women, they get married. Some of these same women who've recounted stories of rape, they get married to men, they have children, they you know have wonderful, happy marriages. Yeah. And if it is that rape makes you into a sexual deviant, how come they're not lesbian? You know, likewise yeah, you have, again, you have the men who, who've been sexually molested mm. and, you know, they're still heterosexual and yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they love sure, women sure, to sure. death. You know, whatever the case is, so I I don't try to correlate the two because yeah, I don't yeah. see that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I I get I get what you mean. I get mm-hmm. what you mean. But um, I think this. I think I don't even know if the camera got cut out. I don't even know what time it is. I, I asked. It's almost five thirty. Yeah, we were already. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, well, safe. Um, I just try and make sure that I I hit everything that. If there's anything, else I think everything. I think everything. Me. I think everything. Honestly, um, that I wanted to say. Yeah. Um. Alexa, thanks for coming through. Happy yes. birthday. Uh, yes, happy birthday, you. yeah. Finally get to turn up for my birthday. Yeah, thanks for sharing it with us and sharing, uh, uh, having a drink. We can mm. do a little toast. Yes. Anyway. Um, you done it to yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the I Know Podcast. I fuck Gavin. Thanks for watching the I Know Podcast. Information, knowledge, and observation. Don't forget to give this video a like and subscribe to our channel. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at I Know Podcast. We'll see you soon.